it was the Chiefs who kept the perfect record intact on the weekend with a win over the Hurricanes down at Sky Stadium. Joining us on the line now is one of the Chiefs' assistant coaches, the attacking coach. He's a former All Black himself, Roger Randall. Welcome in, Roger. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm doing very well, mate. A, a, a win tastes pretty sweet, but probably even better when you're able to come back from behind like uh, like the Chiefs did on, on Saturday. Seven from seven. The team must be must be pretty stoked with how 2023 is tracking so far. Yeah, yeah. No, we have been. Um, obviously, on the weekend, she was the top of the, tail, top of the table. Sorry. Um, uh, beautiful um, weather, having a day game. Uh, so that was obviously ideal for both teams who like to play some attacking rugby. And, um, yeah, like you said, um, the second half um, worked out pretty well for us. How how hard, or, or was it hard, um, getting the, the urgency back after a week off? Sometimes a week off can sort of you know halt teams' momentum. Did you guys find that the boys were needed a little bit of an extra G up? No, not really. The boys come in really enthused. Um, on the Sunday, we come in a day early. Um, the boys had a great week away. Um, after the Blues game, it was a pretty torrid game, so we had a bit of a connector that night, and, and everybody went on their way and done a bit of fishing and golf and a bit of Thano time and, and come in really, really energised and enthused. So we had a really good week, preparation. Um, we lost Clayton McMillan, um, our head coach, mm. um, earlier in the week, uh, but he had put everything in place. Um, yeah, and the, ba- the boys basically took over from there towards the latter part of the week. So, um, yeah, that was a really good week of, of energy. But um, to start a little bit, after our first try, um, the Canes were... We're really hardened, and then they come in a lot of our breakdown stuff, come with a lot of physicality, and we lost a couple of races there, but um, yeah, made some adjustments in the second half. Talk to us about um, about Damien McKenzie. He, he's a guy that plays, you know, some unpredictable footy at times, which can be a blessing, you know, or a curse depending on what the outcome is. Do you do you sort of encourage that from Damien as an attacking coach? Because it must be a fine balance. You know, we have, we have a good, I guess, personal relationship as well, so um, having worked together for a while, so um, yeah, we we get my license, you know, we we back him, we back him, and you know some things don't always come off, but we we you know have a bit of risk and reward there, but mm. he drives our game plan really well. Um, he's um, he's got a good uh, tactical brain around a lot of our kicking has been um, superb in terms of our our. Um, our strategy stuff, and he drives a lot of that, and he's he's all over our our strikes and, and phase attack as well. So, um, no, no, he's a he's a big part of um, what we got going here in terms of our attack, and, and we've got some really good um, options at ten as well with with Bryn Gatlin and, yeah. and Joshuani at the moment. Mm. As and, well, so. Yeah, and, and lots of exciting options, um, you know, elsewhere in the back line, particularly the, the wingers. And you, you're obviously a wing in your time. And they perhaps were, you know, maybe the, maybe the two lesser known wingers in the competition, but they're playing some fantastic rugby this year. How much of it is just a product of the of the style of attack that you guys are playing? Yeah, I think we come under a bit of a blowtorch last year um, around some of our finishing. We did some and some of the. The um, games were up, we were doing pretty well, but in some of the bigger games, I thought we, we lacked a bit of um, finishing power there across the field, but especially some of our, our stuff on the outsides, you know, we were never to be seen in any of the try scoring tallies, so um, there was something that we talked about as a, as a back three and um, put ourselves under the blowtorch around um, 
you know, like in football, you have um, um, strikers in soccer, and mm. they 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 goal scorers, and just a bit more onus on the boys um, getting over that white line. Um, you know, within reason. If you got a two on one, you, you use that ball, but but we just really made a concerted effort to go out there and, um, like you said, probably a little bit unheralded um, externally to our region, but rated really highly here. And so uh, Sean Stevenson, Etienne Nona and um, and Amani um, Narawa predominantly have been our back three, and, and Damo um, jumps back there as well. So it's been a pretty good back three um, that's um, getting a little bit of time together, um, and also our midfield is pretty unheralded as well. So with Alamika Poipi and um, Daniel Rona last yeah. few weeks, with Alex Nangaboy out, Quinn Depire and um, Anton Leonard-Brown, I thought they've, they've been superb for us. So they've been the glue from our star-studded insides to our outside. So um, a big credit must go to our midfield as well. Something that um, has been really successful for the All Blacks over recent years is, is having two world-class halfbacks, you know, to, to sort of work in tandem uh, throughout 80 minutes. And I think the Chiefs have really nailed that this year with, with Brad River and, and Cortez Ratama. How, how massive is that for you guys, having two halfbacks of that calibre for the 80 minutes? Oh, you saw it last week with the one-two punch we had when they came on. And it's happened in the Crusaders game as well. So uh, we're very fortunate. And, you know, we've got Triple T as well that we're lucky to get him uh, when we lost Xavier Rowe, who's another very special halfback from our region. So we were very blessed in that era to, to have four quality halfbacks um, within our region that, you know, are in there training with us. And so um, those two guys in particular have, have been um, duking it out at training really well. And, <laughs> um, and when it comes to the games, you know, um, I guess the the synergy between those guys and how we want to play the game is is, is fairly similar, but they own have, they own have their own um, um, individual strengths that we try and um, lean them towards as well. Mm. Uh, Ross Filippo, um, first year in uh, in Super Rugby this year, obviously done some great stuff with uh, with Waikato in the uh, in the provincial game. Um, how well has has he transitioned into into Super Rugby coaching? No, he's been good. No, he's been really good. Um, obviously, it's a relationship he has with um, myself as the attack coach around the line-out stuff that he's all over, and then obviously the defensive side with David Hill as well. So he's he's a busy man on both sides of the ball, um, getting that set-piece deep on the line-out and obviously um, the line-out attack going, uh, which was really good last weekend. We had a really good day at the office there with some of our our line-out stuff and, and obviously defensively as well. There was a lot of pressure put on the Hurricanes from um, that plan there as well. Mm. A bit of a random one um, for you, Roger. I know a lot of the Chiefs boys uh, love the NRL. They f- they follow it closely. They, uh, they've they spent a bit of time at some of the teams as well. Um, do you do you watch the NRL at all? Are you a rugby league fan? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm a big league. I used to be a junior kid when I was younger, so league was a, always a big ton of and I were before that was seen as popular amongst the rugby ranks in the, in the 90s, early to mid-90s, we were we used to um, room together and we'd, we'd watch a lot of league back, back 25, nearly 30 years ago now. So, uh, But it's really popular amongst the young guys now. They they all are watching it and getting in the NRL tips and 
and probably even see a little bit of influence within our style as well. There's a little, little few league plays there that we use as well. Yeah, well, that was that was going to be the follow-up question, is how much do you sort of take from rugby league? Because I know, obviously, when you look at international, Andy Farrell up with Ireland, David Kidwell was in the coaching booth with Argentina last year. It sort of seems like, um, yeah, that rugby league influence is, is, is coming into Union a little bit. So you guys, you know, there's a few things that you sort of look to do on attack that sort of emulate some of those NRL teams? Yeah, I guess in rugby, like there's a lot of um, holding your feet and, and using your skill set around that and using the line speed against them. But we've generally trying to be a team that takes it to the line with multiple running threats and, and options and, and being loaded the whole time. So there is an element there where we don't always get it right, but we like to identify our identity, I guess, as, as playing a little bit more um, uh, to the line with multiple running threats and, and all being... Uh, have an understanding about what hole they're hitting at so um, I guess there's a little bit of, of that. A text that's just come in here from uh, from Sean on the text machine says Sam can you please ask Roger when uh, Alex Nankerville is due back do we have a, a potential return date at this stage? Uh, he's still doing a little bit of jogging in the background but um, um, not in the foreseeable future so um, could be a week could be in a couple of weeks we're just not sure at the moment Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And just uh, just to finish up, uh, Roger, seven from seven. Um, I know I've seen a couple of stories floating around the media about a, a perfect season, which hasn't been done since the Crusaders in 2002. How much chat around the team is there about not getting complacent, sort of making sure that run continues? Yeah, there's yeah, none of that chat from us, but we 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 review really well. Like We review honestly um, and we, we preview um, the opposition um, intently as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it sounds boring, but it is just a week-by-week week thing where we're just trying to get the best out of our week and squeeze as much out of it as we can and and, and challenge each other um, in the meeting room and, and on the training field and, and post-game as well. So, um, yeah, we're just always trying to get better, like, like all the other teams are as well, so... Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, mate, really appreciate your time uh, coming on the show today. Uh, next game up against the Fijian drawback in Hamilton on Friday evening. So, so wish you all the best for that, mate, and uh, hopefully catch up again soon. Cool, awesome. Appreciate the call. There you go. Roger Randall there, the attacking coach for the Chiefs, who are 7-7, seven and seven, undefeated so far in Super Rugby this year, definitely looking like the team to beat. And uh, I did mention earlier on in the show, too, that they've played a lot of the, the harder fixtures already. Um, when you think about playing the Hurricanes, who who were flying high, actually leading the competition heading into that round, but playing them down in Wellington. Um, they've played the Crusaders away. Uh, they've also played the Blues as well and got a victory. So uh, their next few games, they've got the Drua uh, this Friday night uh, in Hamilton uh, they've got the Crusaders which will be a tough game in Hamilton um, in two weeks time then they play the Highlanders the Reds the Canes again at home Brumbies in four so a pretty favourable schedule for the Chiefs to close out um, the 2023 regular season and then uh, and then on to the playoffs as well great to catch up with Roger Randall there